This is Servant Marcia Carney with Escape to Heaven. Spirit of the Lord is upon me. His anointing is empowering. The kingdom of the Lord is within me. And He's calling Good morning, good morning. I am so happy that you're here, that I'm here. Holy Spirit's here. Oh, what a wonderful moment in time, amen, to know that there is truly a God that loves us all. You're listening to Escape to Heaven. I don't care what the newspaper said or your best friend or whatever you're going through, there is a way for you to still keep joy in your heart. Escape to heaven. It's 1130 a.m. Monday morning, wave 94.1. And you're listening to Escape to Heaven, Servant Marcia from Heaven on Earth Ministries of Jesus Christ. And guess what? I want you to know that while we're living on earth, the redeemed can still be in heaven. I mean, God's loving kindness, His promises, power, and His nature is the foundation of what assures us that the inheritance of eternal salvation, life, and a heaven lifestyle will persist on earth. For you and I, against all the wiles and strategies of the devil and the kingdom of darkness, and will prevail against the gates of hell itself, because we have received, while on earth, the keys to heaven which exists in eternity and is also inside of us. Amen, somebody. Let's just get rolling, okay? Let's start. God's loving kindness is described to us in Psalms 89. And then also our disobedience because, you know, our natural DNA is to uh, be rebellious against the will of God. Amen. And the promises of God. And over in Psalms 89, It says uh, that God has made a promise and he talks about the seed, how he will uh, make the seed endure forever. And he was specifically talking about David and how uh, there would be a throne that David's um, lineage would occupy. And even uh, it would be forever as the days of heaven and God and his children will not be forsaken. But if they were to forsake God's law and walk not in God's judgment and they break his statutes and keep not his commandments, then the Lord said, I will visit their transgression with the rod 
and their iniquity with stripes. Amen. And notice that's referred to thy rod and thy staff will comfort me when we're talking about, yea, do I walk through the valley of the shadow of death? You know, it is because God will not allow us because of his love for us to persist in our transgression. He takes that rod and tap our little feet and we run back to the path of righteousness. Amen. Where all of the blessings and the safeties and the preservation and the faithfulness of God is actually there. Amen. And so therefore God says, my loving kindness, this is in Psalms 89 verse 33, will I not utterly take from him nor suffer nor allow my faithfulness to fail. What a God that we serve. What kind of God is this that loves you and I so completely, so fully that he even says he will not allow his loving kindness or his faithfulness to not be extended towards us, even in our disobedience. What a mighty God. He says, my covenant will I not break nor alter the thing that has gone out of my lips. God's loving kindness is just a product of his nature. In Psalms 95, we see where for the Lord is a great God, a great king above all gods. So yes, there are all these other little meons of gods, okay? But they are not the almighty God. In his hand are the deep places of the earth. The strength of the hills is his also. The sea is his. He made it. Okay. His hands formed the dry land. All those other gods that people are worshiping and other religions and faiths and so forth. They cannot claim that they made anything. Okay. From the air, nothing. Okay. And uh, so therefore we should worship Amen. Bow down and kneel before the Lord, who is our maker, but he's also the maker of everything. Amen. He is God alone. There's none other. God keeps his promises. And Psalms 105, we're talking about his nature. Uh, verse 42, it says, for he remembered. What are you talking about? Our iniquity could cause us to be removed from the sight of God. But even if we're removed, the word of God let us know historically God remembered his holy promise and Abraham, his servant, and brought forth his people, Abraham's seed, with joy and chose them with gladness and gave them the lands of the heathen and they inherited the labor of the people of the heathen. God is our advocate. When the enemy goes up there and Jesus is there now also, he's our advocate. Jesus is our advocate also as identified in Hebrew. But the Lord will not cast off his people in Psalms 94. Neither will he forsake his inheritance, but judgment shall return unto righteousness and all the upright in heart shall follow righteousness. So who will rise up for me against the evildoers? When evildoers are trying to harm us, who rise up against them? Who stand up for me against the workers of iniquity? Unless the Lord had been my help, my soul had almost dwelt in silence, meaning I would have died. Amen. When I said, my foot sleepeth, my foot slippeth, God's mercy 
Oh, Lord, help me up. Why? Because the Lord is my defense and he, my God, is the rock of my refuge. Amen. In by being the redeemed, by being now the woman's seed, following after Jesus, the seed. Amen. Uh, Psalms 91 says, he that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge, my fortress, my God, in Him will I trust. Surely He will deliver me from the snare of the fowler, from the noisome pestilence. He'll cover me with his feathers. Under his wings shall I trust his truth. God truth is my shield and my buckler. I will not be afraid of the terror by night or the arrow that fly by day or the pestilence that walk in darkness or the destruction at noonday. A thousand shall fall by my side, 10,000 at my right hand. But the pestilence, the curse, the destruction, the terror, it shall not come nigh me. Amen. Amen. And with my eyes, I will be able to see the reward of the wicked. Why? Because I made the Lord my refuge. I made him my habitation. So no evil shall be for me, not plague, nothing near my dwelling. I live spiritually in Goshen. Come on, come on. Why? Because he give his angels charge over me to keep me in all the ways of the Lord. That is saints of God, the redeemed, the woman seed, those that are seeking righteousness, running to the light. That is your safety in our God. If you are the woman seed, we always go back to that. Romans, the ninth chapter, verse number eight. That is, which, see, you can say you are the child of God. Okay, well, you are made by God. All right. Uh, and if you are a child of the flesh, meaning that you're living sinfully, then you are not the children of the promise because the children of the promise are counted for the seed. Uh, over in Romans 9 chapter, this is the word of the promise. This is what God said to Abraham and Sarah. It said, Sarah shall have a son. Uh, Rebecca also had conceived by one, our father Isaac. So Rebecca had twins. And even God said, one he loved and one he hate. That was before they were born. They had not even done good or bad. So from the foundation, you know, there is a determination made. Oh, my God, because that the purpose of God, according to the election, might stand not of works, but of him that call it. So it was said unto Rebekah, the elder shall serve the younger. As it is written, Jacob have I loved, but Esau have I hated. What's the difference between Jacob and Esau? One seat, the spiritual things of God, and the other seat, the fleshly things of this world. So what shall we say then? Is there unrighteousness with God? And the word of God said, God forbid. That's Romans the ninth chapter. So do not rebel. Further, in Romans the ninth chapter, verse number 20, it says, Who is man that you would reply against God? Shall the thing formed say to him that formed it, Why did you make me? No. I mean, do, doesn't the potter have power over the clay or the lump to make one vessel unto honor and another vessel unto dishonor? So what if God 
willing to show his wrath and to make his power known, endured with much loving suffering the vessels of wrath fitted to destruction, that he might make known the riches of his glory to the vessels of mercy, which he had beforehand already prepared unto glory. So even you and I, some of us are us whom he hath called, not just of the Jews who had that legal covenant with the Lord way back with when he pulled Abraham out of the lot, when he divided all of the world into 70 nations and the 70, he released them unto the fallen angels because they were in one accord rebelled against God, the maker. And he had, God had his one lot, Abraham. But he's saying, hey, I called you. And not just the Jews, but also Gentiles. He said, I will call them my people, which were not previously my people. That's you and I. I don't know if I'm a genetic Jew. I don't think I am. So I believe I'm a Gentile, but God called me. Amen. He called you and her beloved, which was not beloved before. I've talked before about the special group of the beloved. And it shall come to pass that in the place where it was said unto them, you are not God's people, that they shall be called the children of the living God. See, it's one thing to be the creation created by the creator. It's another thing to be the child of the living God. You must submit to our father. James, the fourth chapter say, submit yourselves. Therefore, to God, resist the devil. And guess what he will do? Flee from you. Draw near to God and he will draw near to you. Cleanse your hands, sinners, purify your heart. Those that are double minded, one foot in and one foot out. Amen. So if you were submitted to the Lord, saints of God, we will experience heaven. While we're on earth, while we are by nature in captivity because of Adam and Eve agreeing with the fallen angels, amen, then Adam lost the dominion that God had given them as when he created them. Okay, over in Genesis 1, you know, the word of God say he created them, male and female, but he also blessed them, okay? And he blessed them to multiply, to take them in and re replenish the earth. With what? With his kind, with God kind, amen? So obviously there were people or entities on earth or beings on earth that were not of God's nature. But we lost that, okay? So therefore we were given to Captivity, but God has a record. See, that's what I love about the Lord. If you say, well, did God do this? Yeah, you can go into the word of God and you will find historically God did something that relates to your world today. And what did he do? While the Jews were placed in captivity in Babylon, God told Jeremiah, 
Okay, to tell them, thus said the Lord of hosts, the God of Israel, unto all that are carried away captives, whom I have caused to be carried away from Jerusalem unto Babylon, build your houses, dwell in them, plant gardens, eat the fruit of them, take wives, beget sons and daughters, take wives for your sons, give your daughters to husband, that they may bear sons and daughters, that you may be increased and not diminish. And see the peace of the city where I have caused you to be carried away captive and pray unto the Lord for it. For in the peace thereof shall you have peace. There we go. So while we are living on earth and those of us that God has found and brought out of the kingdom of darkness and translated us into the kingdom of his son. Amen. The marvelous light. Amen. So now we're, we're living physically in a captive state. However, spiritually, because we are now new, amen, we are different. We have been begotten. We're under uh, Jesus Christ, amen. So over there in John, the third chapter, it says, for God so loved the word, 16th verse, for God, I get so excited. I need to calm down. So loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believe in him should not perish, amen, but have everlasting life. <laughs> For God sent not his son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through Jesus might be saved. He that believed on him, on Jesus, is not condemned, but he that believeth not, is condemned already. Why? Because he not he did not believe in the name, in the name, in the name of the only begotten Son of God. See, we must believe. And by our faith, we become new creature. Okay? We have a new life. Amen? Uh, it says over there, like, you know, we're in the midst of translation or, well, not translation, but being transfigured. We're becoming new. And uh, it says in Romans, the eighth chapter about how there is therefore no condemnation to them that walk after the spirit and not after the flesh. So we're being made over. We're being mutated. All right. You know, sin is coming out and righteousness is going in. <laughs> and that's a process. But we will not be condemned while we're in the midst of that process. Amen. That brings us to our promise. So that is our promise. Eternal salvation, eternal life. And that's not when you die. That's right then, right then, right then. Then when you say, I confess with my mouth, I believe in my heart that Jesus Christ is the son of God raised from the dead by the power of God. I ought to stop and pray now. Lord, I pray that your holy word comes in our heart and transform us. Lord God, change us, 
Change us, God. Open up our ears, our spiritual ears, our hearts, our soul. Lord, give us the imagination of Jesus Christ, Lord God, so that we can imagine, God, that we can become like your son, Jesus. And as we imagine it, we will begin to do the things that Jesus did while he was on earth, while he exposed to this world of falling creatures and creation, your kingdom, God, the kingdom of light, the kingdom of heaven. Amen. So our present lifestyle, Jesus was explaining in John the sixth chapter, he said, verily, verily, he was speaking to the Jews. I say unto you, Moses gave you not that bread from heaven. See, Moses prayed and manna came from heaven, but my father has now released the true bread from heaven for the bread of God is he which cometh down from heaven and giveth life unto the world. The 47th verse of John 6 chapter says, Verily, verily, I say unto you, he that believeth on me hath everlasting life. I'm inserting now, not tomorrow, not when you die and go to heaven. No, you have everlasting life now, right now. Why? Because Jesus is that bread of life. Jesus said, verily, verily, I send to you, except you eat the flesh of the son of man and drink his blood then you don't have life in you. So that sounds cannibalistic, doesn't it? So let me explain to you what Jesus was saying. He was saying, remember over in John, the first chapter says, in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. Amen. So Jesus is that word. So we are to eat the word. We are to drink the word. Amen. So that we can have eternal life inside of us. Because in that day of the rapture, when Jesus comes and his feet don't touch and we instead come from dirt, wherever we've died and our essence go up and go away with him and we get our glorified body. The only way that's going to rise up is that Jesus is inside of those dead cells that are not walking the earth anymore, but it's still in the earth. Wow. That's how deep this is. Almost beyond our understanding and comprehension. But through the Holy Spirit, amen, we can receive the revelation of what is Jesus saying to us? Whoso eateth my flesh and drink my blood hath eternal life, and I will raise him up at that last day. So who are we now? First Peter, second chapter, verse number nine. We are a chosen generation. Amen. Royal priesthood, holy nation, peculiar people that we will show forth the praises of him who has called us out of darkness into his marvelous light. Because in time past, we were not a people, but now we are the people of God, which hath before we had not had mercy, but now we have mercy. Amen. And we are new filled with Life, eternal life. Second Corinthians fifth chapter says 16 verse. Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Old things are passed away. Behold, 
all things, not some things, all things are become new and all things are of God, which has reconciled us to himself by Jesus Christ and has given you and I the ministry of reconciliation. I'm going to just talk for a second, just off all in my own little world sharing with you. You're listening to Escape to Heaven. Servant Marcia from Heaven on Earth Ministries of Jesus Christ. I just want to comment a little bit. See, you're not the OU anymore. You got the same body, but inside there's a new spirit in you. And the old spirit has been banished from your temple. It's been cast out. Evil and unclean spirits have been cast out by the power of the living God. And so generational curses have been destroyed by by your faith in what Jesus has done. They cannot live in your body because why? The Holy Spirit is living inside of you. You're becoming more and more and more and more like Jesus. And because Jesus is taking over and taking precedence of your being, you now have Jesus inside of you. And Jesus came to do what? Reconcile mankind back to his original inheritance that God issued as he created him. So we are ministers of reconciliation. Everywhere you go, you are in activated mode to reconcile the loss unto a living God that is still searching to and fro for his people. Amen. We are to bring to the living father proof that we've accepted him by what? The act of reconciliation. Father God, today I pray for myself. I pray for radio landlord God. I pray for the saints of God. I pray for the lost Lord God. Father, activate, empower your people God into evangelistic mode Lord God. Prepare us Father. Remove the things out of us that, that grieve the Holy Spirit Lord God and fill us fresh Lord God. Give us fresh fire, new fire Lord God, to go out and find the lost, Lord God. And any lost person that's listening to me today, oh, run to the Father. Run to Jesus because you can't come to Jesus unless the Father pricks your heart. And Father, I'm asking you right now, prick the heart of the Lord's God and bring them to you, God, for the great harvest that is coming now, 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 in Jesus' mighty name. I declare it. I decree it. It is done and Lord heaven and earth agree that there will be a great harvest that is being prepared right now to bring the loss to your kingdom in Jesus name we pray amen escape guys escape to heaven because we can I love you but guess what God loves you so much more so much more and I just tell you to have faith in God amen that's what Jesus said have faith Thank God, because whatever is impossible 
for you, it is not impossible for God. Have faith in God. Speak to the mountain that's standing against you today, saying that you cannot, you cannot, you will not, you shall not. Speak to that mountain and declare and decree in the name of the Almighty God, by the power of Jesus, the blood of Jesus, and the power of the Holy Spirit, it is done today. I can't wait to see you next time. God bless you. Be encouraged and keep going. Bye. Anybody want to see your loved ones? Mm, yeah.